Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working class on DeerCast. I think it's episode sixty-two. We're on our way. I better start thinking about uh, one hundred. It's gonna have to be big. Hmm. I wonder. If, yeah, I'll have to do some some brainstorming here. Kurt Guy are speaking. Our guest. You're you're a guest and a, a co-host kind of on this one. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Jacob Johnson in the house. Hello. And uh, you guys all know Lee. Lee, her. You're co-hosting this as well. Thanks. Thanks for being here, fellas. No problem. It's content day here at the Working Class Bowhunter HQ. We've been working on some stuff. Uh, we do have the Victory Drive podcast coming soon. That's right. We worked on some of that today on the back end. It's going to be your you're running the show, firearm, military, everything, guns and stuff podcast, pretty much. Yeah, we're going to come out uh, guns a blazing on this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, pun intended. But, um, yeah. Nice. Pun intended. <laughs> No, that, that's going to be fun. Yeah, so. no, it's going to be a really good time. I'm very excited about it. Working today, going over some stuff was a fucking blast. And it's just, oops, I'm sorry. All right. No, Dang that it. Down I'm too sorry. This is a clean. It's been a blast. I had lots of fun today. Nice. <laughs> and well, I am sorry. Working class on DeerCast is a kids friendly show, Jacob. Yes, it is. <laughs> is that the first first time you're going to have to edit a, no, edit a word? I think I, there's been a couple edited on this series. Yeah. Uh, but we got some fun stuff we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about this buck you killed in October, early October. Yeah. Yep. Is uh, is the same day as you killed your first it one? It is. The same day. Yep. The eighth. Yep. Early it was a good on. day. That's I right. mean, it was a good day. It's cold. A lot, of, a lot of deer got shot. Or, um, Early and mid-October were some of the cold fronts we had this season. It was great. Um, and then we're going to dive into some controversial topics here after we tell that story. And we're talking basically that the premise of the 
it's not, maybe it's a debate. Maybe it's an argument we'll get into. I hope. Um, do does does trail cam pictures and sightings of deer make that deer like your deer? Like, can you claim it as your mm. deer? The my, the deer I was hunting, my deer. We're gonna, we're gonna get into that because internet oh, yeah. goes more goes mm. both ways on that argument than what I expected. When you see people argue about it or or debate it in threads, and there's some interesting stuff to talk about there. And there's Got actually it. a thread in our group that I'm gonna pull up. I think most people are gonna lean the way that we think they're gonna lean. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this buck early October because you're an Iowa resident. Yep, yep, born and raised. Yeah, Iowa resident. Shout out to Iowa. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, you know, it's a nice state. Uh, a lot of good things going on there, minus the cold sometimes. But yeah, you know, right. Okay, you can deal with that, then it's a good good place to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you just want to get into it? Yeah, tap into it. I mean, and then uh, if you use Deercast, maybe how that played into you making mm-hmm. a decision like so early in the season. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I got <clears throat> I I got permission on this place down in southern Iowa. I live in northern Iowa, and where I live is kind of a uh, bunk zone for deer. A lot of people think of a Iowa. wasteland. Yeah, people think of Iowa <laughs> yeah. whitetails, and you don't think of my area as Iowa whitetails because it's all just farmland and the only timber. Yeah, you're on the flip-flop part of the state from where everybody wants to be in Iowa. Right, yeah. No one really looks at Minnesota as being a big deer killing state, and I'm closer to Minnesota than I am anywhere else. So Yeah. Is that true? There's pockets in Minnesota that are really mm-hmm. good. Southeast corner, I think there's quite a f- quite a few. No offense to Minnesota. We have some listeners in Minnesota and some good buddies in Minnesota. The, I, Minnesota is the least talked about Midwestern state yeah. that there is. Minnesota and Indiana. It's yeah. Minnesota <laughs> is it, it could be so good, especially in that um, southeast corner, like you're saying. It could be really, really good, but the the management plan that the state impre- um, implements there is atrocious, especially with really? especially with CWD. Like they're really adamant about just thinning the herds, like just getting rid of them. Oh, so really? they have. Like their their gun season pops in right in the middle of the rut in November. And it's not great. It's over the counter tags, and they just keep they f- give out so many tags, and they have such big quotas, and they don't have that huge of a herd. Okay, but they're trying to, in their mind. They're trying in their eyes. They're trying to combat CWD by thinning the herd. Okay, know. yeah, all right. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, but yeah. you just don't hear much about Minnesota in general. Mm-hmm. Sorry to anybody in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a. It's a good state. It's an awesome state. It's got a lot of lakes, awesome fishing, but the deer hunting is <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, de- the deer hunting is a little. I think uh, it's super pockety. Yeah. yeah, it's very. I've pockety. got a couple people I know from up there, and I mean they they kill big stuff every single year up there. You know, just like let me ask you yeah. guys are Iowa boys. I'm an Illinois guy. Let me ask you this: What since we're just going with the conversation? Yeah. What's your outlook on Wisconsin then? Good hunting state. Pockety state, like mm-hmm. what from for you guys? What do you what, how do what's your perception of it? I don't really have any buddies or anybody from Wisconsin that I know. Um, the little bit I do know, it's pretty much a you shoot everything to move kind yeah. of state. The way I the way I've kind of heard okay, the all you Wisconsin and Minnesotan listeners uh, comment on this yeah. and uh, throw trash at these guys. Keep me alive. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, please. I think it's I mean, any anywhere could be good. It's just. It depends on how you do it, you know. Man. Yeah, if you have a if you have private land that only you have access to, you can make it whatever you want, you know. Yeah, so, to a point. I mean, so let's talk know. about this. You you live in the the sad side of Iowa, the yeah. barren wasteland. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. it's it's a great place to be if you're a farmer, if you're a crop farmer, and it's not a great place if you want to shoot 
big deer when you don't own a shit ton of land. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> shit is a fine. Of, if you don't own a lot of land, then it's not the greatest place to be. But so anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I, I, tr I travel you, for my deer hunting. Yeah, I, most people do. Yep. So you got permission on a piece um, yep. on the good side of Iowa. Yep. And then what happens? Yeah. Um, so did doing some work down there throughout the summer and getting summer trail cam picks. And it just seemed like a, seemed like we had some good deer on there in the summer. And, you know, as season got closer and closer, um, I've never, I don't know, I've never been a big, like early, early season guy. Mm -hmm. I've never really had a spot super dialed in, you know, before to make those really calculated moves. But, um, down this piece, it has very low pressure, especially during bow season. Mm -hmm. So I guess I was thinking like if, you know, a good cold front comes in in October, it'd be the first cold front. Like you've talked about it. And a lot of other people have talked about it where it's a really good time to strike. Um, so I was kind of waiting for that. And man, we had our first cold front pretty early. Mm -hmm. It was like that first week of October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so, was a, dude, a killer season. Yeah. If you like to kill in October or hunt in October, it was the best season that I think we've had in a long time. And the last couple mm -hmm. have really been better October weather than November. I mean, the last, the last two years, two at least three years ago was the same way. It was hot during the rut in Iowa, but October yep. was October was the month. I feel bad for them guys. Well, I don't feel bad for them. It's their own fault. But like, there's a lot of guys that don't hunt October because they're just waiting for November, no, no matter what. Yeah, it's like well, you got to capitalize on these things when they yeah. happen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like a, a twenty degree drop in temperature in October. They're going to be moving. It's, it's Ching. Big. Yeah. That's a big drop. That's a big drop at any point in the season. But in October, it's like, that's huge. And yeah. it's also, it's also cool because a 20 degree drop, it doesn't mean it's getting in the negatives, you know? Yeah. So it's still fairly comfortable for people. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You know, for, for sure. us humans. Uh, but yeah. So, you know, October 8th rolled around and is, that was a, that was a Saturday. Right. So mm -hmm. that rolls around. It, cold front looked good. Uh, I was on deer cast and it said it was green across the board the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, this would be a really good time to get down there and take actual inventory, eyes on inventory to see what's out there and moving around. Right. So my plan was to get down there, hang more of a quote unquote observation sit and kind of just see what's coming in and out. And I got down there and I went down to hang a stand and I wanted to still be in the wheelhouse just in case something happened, but I wanted to be far enough away where I wasn't buggering anything that early on. Yeah. So I was set up in a spot that was on the edge and we, there's bedding off, oh man, where are we? Off to the east of me. So I was setting up on the edge of the, what I, what we thought was bedding and there was a food plot planted out there and I was, hunting right across from some tall grass and like weedy stuff mm -hmm. but i wanted to be far enough off the plot too in case there's a deer on there that got in there and i wanted to get out and yeah, sneak out yeah. without yeah, blowing everything off, about right? your entry exit yeah yeah I respect it but there was also a really big scrape just to the south of me that was opened up and it was pretty fresh and got worked up so I'm like, you well, just did a like... hanging hunt on this yep yeah okay yep so i went in there with my i have a novix echo and i went in there and hung a stand fairly close to that scrape and I was just kind of seeing what was, what was happening and uh, I hung that set. Well, actually, I hung a set a little bit deeper in the woods and I hung that. I got into it, got all settled in and I started looking around and 
you know, I don't have shooting lanes cut out yet yeah. and everything else. So I hung up and I'm looking around and I'm like, this is not a great spot to be. So one bummer about a hang and bang when you're trying to like go in and then hunt and not intrude too much. It's like you kind of have to work with what you got for shooting lanes mm-hmm. or you go to a spot that's just going to naturally give you more shooting lanes. Like, yep. Yep. You know, it's so, the back and forth of a hang and bang, a hang and hunt. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I was at with that spot in that tree. I was just looking around and I realized this is not conducive to actually shooting the deer. Um, if something came in and if something came in, it's probably going to come off to my weak side. So I'd have to get up, spin around, mm-hmm. do a bunch of other crazy stuff in order to get a shot off. Yeah. So I moved it. So I got back down. I climbed <laughs> back down. Now, it, like you said, I'm kind of stepping on eggshells in here. Yeah. You're like, I'm, man, I'm in it. I know there's going to be a deer in here or you hope, and you don't want to ruin it before you get going. Cause then you're like vibe for the whole afternoon kind of sucks from there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not fun. No, you need to feel good about it. Yep. And with the point being where I'm, I want to be able to see, I want to be able to see the plot and see where they're coming in and out of. And I couldn't really see it that well from that spot either. So I decided to just break it down and move. So I moved about, I don't know, 35 yards closer to the edge. So I was setting up basically right on the edge and there's this mowed path by the tall grass and weeds and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I set up on the edge of that and then there's that scrape on the, on the path, on the lane that was cut. And I'm sitting there and I, well, I got all set up. The tree looked decent, but I couldn't get super high because it's kind of a scraggly mm-hmm. tree so i <laughs> i think jacob's in there and yeah. like <laughs> it's like yeah what the heck? have you seen the tiktok where the guy grabs the tree to get out of his tree stand that's kind of tree jacob's in just yeah. big blocks yeah, yeah. It's well like <laughs> it's actually a pretty big tree i know i know what you're saying but it just it, it came up on the main trunk and then just started splitting off and had a yeah. bunch of splits and the no. straightness of it kind of just gets, yeah, I know what yeah. you're saying. Everybody knows what you're saying. Yeah. I could have gotten higher, but then I'd be, I don't know, not in a, not, once again, I don't, call me what you will, but I wanted to be a little bit comfortable. And I didn't want to be sitting on a weird slant. You can only level the stand so much. And, side to side. Yeah. It matters. So, you have to be, dude, if you're going to sit and you're going to sit still, yeah, you got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable. So I elected to just to hang it two sticks high. No and, kidding. Two yeah. full-length sticks. Yep. Two full-length sticks high. Okay. So right. I was not very far off the ground at all, yeah. but it had good cover. Like we still had, we still had leaves on the trees. More important know. than height. Yep. So we had, we still had good cover. I had a bunch of, you know, branches coming off and so, still had some leaves, but this spot was nice because there was a two clear shooting lanes I could shoot through. If, if a deer came down that path and headed to that scrape, then I have two really nice shooting windows and one, one window I would see the deer kind of make commit to coming in. So it had me a chance to get ready. And then there was a, another tree that blocked it. And then there's another window at like, I don't know, probably about 15 yards mm-hmm. maybe where I, that was where I was going to shoot. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was going to grab my bow, get pulled back when he hit that tree. And then when he gets past that tree, I'd be there to shoot him. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, started feeling good about the spot. I can see the plot. I can see where I think that they're going to come in and out of. I'm sitting there waiting. And I don't know. I think I waited for about two and a half hours. Then I saw some movement and a small buck came down, kind of where I was thinking that they'd come down. Okay, cool. That 
that's that's nice. It's cool to see. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty small buck, and he comes down. He meanders around in the in this little staging area, picking up stuff. And then he hops the fence, and he stops on the path. He looks at the scrape, then he looks at the food plot, and he goes to the food plot. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So how fa- how far was he at that point? Like, if if a big one came and went to turn, would you have been able to shoot him there? Or was it nope. not shooting lane wise? No, it was. It was. He was right out. So I'm sitting in my stand. He's directly in front of me, about 80 yards. Oh, okay. And through a bunch of, it's it's pretty thick over there. Oh, There's some thick 80 stuff. Yards. <laughs> yeah, and and 80 yards. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> threading the needle yeah. through a wicker basket. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm when I'm watching this buck, I have my loop holds up and I'm watching him like this. I'm like, okay, cool. Watch him eat and do his thing. And he do, <laughs> he he goes off. And I'm like, okay, that was neat. So I'm sitting there, maybe 15 minutes later, I catch movement coming down that same path, the same trail he he came down. And uh, I see, I think I see a bigger rack on him. So I pull my body nose up, I look, I'm like, oh yeah, yep, that's a good one. So I'm <laughs> watching him, <clears throat> yeah, just watching him. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's nice. I don't know if he's a shooter, I'm focusing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yep, yep, I don't know, he's pretty nice. And then he gets into a, a bit of an opening. I look, I'm like, oh no, man, he's pretty darn nice. He'd probably he'd be my biggest deer that I've shot. So I can so ask I'm, for it there, yeah. man. So I'm looking at him, like, man, he looks really good. So I put my binos down. And I'm watching him, and then he does the same exact thing that little buck did. He jumped the fence. But the thing that was interesting about this hunt was after the big guy jumped the fence, he got on the got on the path, and he looked did the same thing. Looked at the scrape looked at the food plot and that small buck was in the food plot and they locked eyes and right it's almost like right when that small buck realized who it was he just took off and he ran like 150 yards to the far corner of the food plot yeah and stopped and then started milling around again like huh cool kind of live decoy it's like hey that dude's already out there you can be calm yeah, mm-hmm. I got. I think that way. I don't know if that's right. It's like there's deer already out in the open. I see like the buck I want to shoot, or mm-hmm. another deer coming in. If they can see deer already out there, it's kind of like okay, they made it out there. I don't know if they think that way, but I don't know. I think they probably do. I mean, I why think do, so. But you know, people not necessarily for whitetails, but you get out west, they use confidence decoys all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, for like cows and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think they yeah. do it. Even even when you're waterfowl hunting, uh, buddy and buddy of mine, we grew up waterfowl hunting. We'd put our goose decoys out and then we put some crow decoys out yeah, for crow confidence or blue heron yep, for yep. confidence oh, decoys. Really? Yep. And I don't know anything about waterfowl, but I've never heard that. I don't so think. So if a bird thinks that way, then I think deer do. Yeah. Okay. Because birds are dumb. Mm, birds are fake. <laughs> <laughs> fake. <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into the victory drive. <laughs> Bur- birds are fake. Government yep. conspiracy. That's why they land on power lines, dude. They recharge. Dude. Anyways, I like <laughs> another podcast. So uh, <laughs> so stupid. So so the big guy jumps over. The little guy sees him, runs off. I think he gets a little scared. He doesn't want to get beat up or whatnot. Yeah. And then the the big buck is watching him, and then he looks back over to the scrape, and I'm watching. I'm watching him. He's once again he's about eighty yards away, and he turns and commits to come to the scrape. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. And right when he turned, I'm like, one last look. I pulled my bounds up real quick and I just seen his brisket waddling mm-hmm. as he's walking. I'm like, yep. So I put him back in. I'm like, this is going to happen, I think. And mind you, I had a, a man, my wind was blowing straight across to that path, right? Uh-huh. So that mode path, my 
I wanted to keep my wind out of what I thought was bedding. So I was sure. hunting a very, very conservative wind. Yep. But it was blowing right across this path. And earlier in the day, the wind was high enough where I felt like it was blowing hopefully over. Yeah, or just fast enough. They wouldn't catch, yeah. catch me as hard. Yeah. But obviously in the evening, it died down mm-hmm. pretty slow. So I'm sitting there like, okay, he is going to come down. He's going to catch my wind here. I need to be ready for if he catches my wind, then I can shoot him. And I'm watching him come down, come down the lane, just right down the pipe. I grab my bow and he does the exact thing. He, uh, he crosses that first shooting window and he hits that tree that I was going to start drawing on to shoot him at the second window. And I get hooked on, I'm about ready to draw. And then his head crosses that tree trunk yeah. and he's just, dunk, just stops. I'm like, he got me. It, uh, is that about where your wind was? Yep. Where he locked up? Is, exactly. And he just hit a brick wall. He just stopped. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. Isn't it crazy? That like I was say, aren't whitetail? I was just gonna say, aren't whitetails nuts? They can be walking, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom! They smell something, and it's like, yeah, yep. something. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough, wild. It, and he, he was his head was kind of like, you know, not down, but you know, we're walking pace, and he just stops and puts his head up, perches it right up, and he's just standing there, stone cold still. And I'm watching him. Like, oh my gosh, here we go. He caught me. I'm like, this is over. And I'm sitting there watching him, then he licks his lips and he How far is he right here? Maybe fifteen yards. Oh, he's right there. Okay. Yeah. But 12, he's, 12, 15 yards. His, his body's blocked from the tree. His body's right. blocked from the tree. Yeah. And I didn't want to draw because now he's on alert. He knows something's up. Right. If I move in my mind, I'm thinking if I move even an inch, then he's gonna catch me. He's is he on looking alert. at you or no, just in your general direction? In my general direction. I'm sitting there and mind you, I'm not very high in the tree, so I'm it's good when I'm too. watching him, I feel like I'm eye to eye with him. So I'm doing this thing. I'm like, I have my bow on my leg. I'm clipped on, ready to go. And I'm like squinting. Yeah, I'm like, do the squint. My, put my eyes down so maybe you won't see my eyes. Like I, f- I feel so close to this deer that <laughs> anything will set him off. He's already on alert. And I'm like, dang, all right. Yeah. Well, see what happens. And he, I hear him. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. No, no, he's gonna run. <laughs> he's gonna run, and then uh, and he turns around, and as he turns around, um, I just drew. I'm just like, I'm gonna get on this it's next shooting window. It's now or never. So I draw. I get I get locked back. I put my pin on this the first shooting window that you already crossed, and at this point, I knew that if he takes off running, I'm not gonna get a shot. But if for some reason he decides to just walk or whatever, I just want to be ready for anything, right? I knew it would be a like a mildly quartering away shot. And I drew and I put my pin in that shooting window and I see him cross. And looking back on it, I don't know. I didn't map him or nothing like that. I don't know if he stopped or just went down, went to such a slow trot that felt like he stopped. And right then it was just kind of instinct. And I saw, right when I saw my pin on his vitals, I'm like, Dunk, just yeah. touch it off. And I saw it fly out and smacked him right behind the shoulder and Money. i was like dude okay <laughs> then he takes off running nice. <laughs> i'm like wow i just did that like it kind of it all happens so fast and it's, it's kind of like second nature a little bit yeah a little bit it's just almost instinctual to an extent where you know everything felt good i was locked in ready to go and right when he got there i'm like there it is and right when i said there it is i don't know if i mean i guess yeah call it a trigger punch or whatever you want to call it a controlled shot i don't know it wasn't like a all right here we go 
Well, no, I, in but, your defense, I, I feel like you're starting to defend yourself on that a little bit. Uh, maybe you're not, yeah, but I don't know. You're explaining yourself more, and I don't really think you need to, but yeah. I've had deer lock on, kind of have maybe catch my wind, maybe some movement. That baby dropper I shot a couple years ago, I drew when he was getting ready to spin, and as he was spinning away, I was touched on him and cranked it off while mm-hmm. he was like slowly turning, and it was just money. Mm-hmm. You just know there's certain situations where you're just firing on all cylinders, and you know yeah. when it feels right. Yep. And that's what that was. That's what it was. And I felt good. Yeah. It felt like a great shot. And it I didn't get a pass through. I shot. And as it hit him, he obviously took off. And it, as he's running, he's just like, and when I heard it hit, I'm like, okay, that hit him hard. And as he's running, he's just like, ooh, 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 oh, yeah. Ooh, like running. Took his diaphragm out. Yeah. So he's running really hard. And I'm sitting there. And I see the arrow kick out because I didn't get a pass through. So it was a little bit quartering away. So I think, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, went through, hit that outside shoulder, kicked back out, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Mm-hmm. And I just sit back down, and I pull my binos up, and I'm watching him run off, and then he runs, jumps back over the fence, takes off in the woods, and then he stops probably, I don't know, 60, 70 yards away, through a bunch of thick stuff, and I just was catching glimpses of him as he's running through. And I saw him stop, and I was watching him for maybe five minutes. And then I watched him either walk off or fall or go down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know which one it was because I was just catching glimpses of him. And I watched that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to give him a couple more minutes and kind of collect myself. And I'm sitting there and I, you know, I didn't even get nervous. It was just everything was so like fast and just happened. And then after I put my binos down, after I lost sight of him, I put my binos down and all of a sudden I'm just like, Oh wow, that just happened. Yeah, man. I, I then the shakes hit. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's cool though. That's I mean, you're somebody that can hold their composure yeah. underneath a tense situation. It's, yeah. it's better that way for me. Like that it kind of happened fast. Mm-hmm. When I watch them come in, I'm a wreck, man. If I'm they come in fast, if they come in fast and it's like they're right here, I got to go. I don't get nervous, you know, and I think it's better for me in yeah. those situations. Yeah. I love them. The thing is I watched them for quite a while. So I was watching them for a while, so I watched him come in and do everything, and everything just the was shot part. But then, but once he hit your wind and changed, it was yes. like yeah, went into on. a new mode, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Like when that happens, that's where a lot of people start falling apart because you're like, oh no, it's slipping, it's slipping. You know, like mm-hmm. you're starting to fumble yep. the situation, and then people get worked up. So yeah, perhaps to you for pulling it off. Thanks, man. Once normally that happens, it's hard to get a crank, a shot on mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, a crank yeah. on one, a crank on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. So Africa did that to me. I was like, <laughs> right. oh, I just want to crank them, crank, crank every, crank every deer. <laughs> Bang! Yeah, there it is. But yeah, after I, so after I lost him, I put all my stuff down, and then it started hitting me, and then I kind of started getting the shakes a little bit. I'm like, geez, that just happened. I look at my phone, like, yeah, it's October eighth, and it's like, <laughs> it's like five ten. It's a week like, and is, a day in the season. <laughs> this is super early, mind you. Yeah, early October. What does it get dark? Like seven thirty. Something like that because I yeah. think we probably killed real close to the same time. Yeah, I shot him at like five fifteen. I had to double check mine. I have a trail cam picture like thirty minutes while Lee was texting me. Mm. I think I could look at the message. Yeah, do you have it still? Screenshot? Yeah, I think so. But it, it just felt really crazy to me because I'm like, I knew the power of a cold front in October. I got from listening to you guys talk about him and everything else, and just seeing that yeah. I'm out running around and stuff. It's like I know it's really good, but I did not think it's gonna be that good. Like, yeah, right. That early. That was pretty early. I was still expecting like, you know, last 10, 15, 20 minutes of light. That's where I've seen a lot of deer. Would you have went in the way you went in if it wasn't for deer cast? No, I wouldn't have went down there. I live three and a half hours away. Yeah. Okay. So 
No, I mean, DeerCast, pretty bold. for me, it's been <laughs> huge. I don't have, this year I did not have the PTO to take time off for my whitetail hunting because Africa took all my PTO. Yeah, right. So I didn't have a whole lot of time. I knew I wanted to hunt down in southern Iowa quite a bit, as much as I could. DeerCast is but a working man's tool. The predictive model's ideal yeah. for that. You know, 14 days out, that's ideal. Dude, it's it's it's, it's crazy. It, it doesn't dictate when I hunt because I'm, you know, only have the weekends i'm gonna hunt no matter what but it does dictate where i hunt at certain times how, that makes sense how, it can dictate how aggressive you hunt and how, and how aggressive your mood you going yep. into the hunt too yep so that's big if if it was a if it was a poor day or even an okay day i wouldn't have driven three and a half hours away yeah i would no, just hunt, i was i would have hunted some public closer to home for sure so 626 by the way okay oh really mm. so yeah so and i shot i sat there for another hour so yeah about 7 30 yeah the darks then yeah yep well, you beat me. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what time did you say it was? 5.15. It's like an hour before. That's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, but we didn't know it at the time until no. like later, but we talked that night. Yep. Yeah. I didn't, cool. I didn't know until after I recovered him and got back. And, well, we're both busy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, we got shit to do now. Yeah. yeah you were probably the first like WCB crew member to shoot she something will. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably unless anyone killed like super early season like Kentucky or something, but I don't know if anyone really does that. Mm-mm, Eric, no. go down there. Yeah. Eric. Eric's got property in Kentucky. He yeah. could, but that's definitely <laughs> definitely one of the first first ones in Iowa or in the Midwest. Midwest, just yeah. call it. You're the first. Okay, hey. just give it to yourself. Jeez, <laughs> I beat everyone. So let's talk about walking up on this yeah. deer. <laughs> so, okay, so f- real quick, <laughs> after I shoot him, he runs off, does his thing. I eventually get down. I give him a solid hour, hour and a half before I even look at my arrow because I saw it kick out. So yeah. I saw where my arrow's at. So I, that, I give him some time. I get down, look at my arrow. The arrow has blood about a little over half the shaft, and I'm shooting a full-length victory. Uh, yeah, you don't cut SS. your arrows at all? No. I just <laughs> throw it on there. I trim, what's your drawing? I trim it. Uh, what? What's your draw length? My draw length is, well, I'm, sh- I'm shooting 31 and a half right now, but I'm at 32. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to shrink down half an inch to get into How uh, heavy are elite your terrain. Um, almost 700. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that have to yeah. be heavier, otherwise you could be under spawn, technically. Yeah. yeah, I think they're about 600 and almost 690. So How many? Are you shooting 70 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just everything's a, it's a bulldozer, <laughs> yeah. man. We, we chronoed it at the archery shop, and it was... It was fast still, even with that heavy of an arrow. I, mean, I it bet was, it was. Is <laughs> is upper two hundreds? I think it was like two eighty something. Wow! So that's flying for <laughs> yeah. a heavy full length arrow. Yeah. Okay. Long right. draw length. Long, long <laughs> I can't believe you didn't pass through that thing. Well, and so that was the thing. If I had, I was shooting the new uh, Slick Trick Torch broadheads. Okay. So it's mechanical. Oh, okay. And it's set up kind of like a rage, like the um, what's the other one? Um, like like a, uh, a rear deploying. Yeah, like yeah, it's rear deploying, but it's not like their other um, mechanical. Okay, okay. You know how the Raptor trick, you know, yeah, yeah. it swings out. Yep. This one's rear deploying, so it hits, and it has springs in there, and it flips out, so it's supposed to get that slap cut. You think that was the reason why you didn't get a pass through? Yeah, I think. If I was shooting fixed heads, I think it would have blew through his shoulder. Yeah, I'm team fixed head for until further notice. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. After this deer, I am. I it, Don't get me wrong. This broadhead arrow combo, it worked great yeah it left a big hole in them but i did not have blood anywhere really? on the ground i had a couple specks right where he was hit and i didn't ha- i couldn't find blood anywhere 
like hmm. throughout the trail. I knew where he ran because I watched him. I, there was no blood um, for just stayed in the cavity so, then yeah, for a bit. Yeah, for over a hundred yards. Wow, <laughs> there's no blood. Good, on, good on you for watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I and I didn't have very good cell service, but I called Austin and talked to him and talked to him through the whole thing. He told me the same thing that I was kind of initially thinking, but obviously at this point I'm second guessing myself. I'm like, I yeah. hit a shoulder. It's easy to it. do. I didn't do this. Yeah, I screwed everything up. But he's like, no, dude, that went through, hit offside shoulder. You're not going to have very good blood. Austin's got to talk to. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not going to have very good blood. So just go find the deer because he's dead. I'm like, okay. So he gave me the comments. So I went back down. Mind you, I had to run back up to get cell service. So I was like, run back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the update. Back yeah. Then. I told him I was going to wait till morning. He's like, that deer's dead. Go find him. I'm like, okay, I will. So I put my headlamp on, go back down there, and I'm just walking around, cussing, getting mad, and pr- like, saying some prayers and like, just help me find this deer. Cussing, God, something. saying some prayers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Beating myself up. Asking God for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry about all the yeah. things I said. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just going to walk towards where I think they were betting at because he's probably going to go back to where he feels safe. So I just, I just jumped on a deer trail and just started walking. And all the ground ground foliage is still pretty high, right? Yeah, yeah, well, in yeah. October. So I'm just, I just jump on this heavy deer trail and I'm just walking. I'm like, I'm just going to walk this until I find blood or I get to the bedding area and see what happens. And I come up to this dried up creek bed i get the edge of it i'm sitting there at the edge of it looking around like i don't see anything i'm getting mad i'm like well maybe after he hopped this if he hopped this creek bed maybe there's blood in the creek bed somewhere so i was going to hop down and walk the creek bed and try to find blood because you know when they when they jump they kind of hit maybe some blood squirted out Mm -hmm. somewhere Mm -hmm. so i just jumped down and my headlamp wasn't strong enough to see the bottom of the creek bed because it's pretty tall mm-hmm. so i just jumped down right when i jumped down the bed of this creek bed is just blood everywhere on that oh, trail really? that i was on yeah so i, <laughs> I got lucky that's <laughs> I, awesome i though. just jumped on that trail that he decided just to take morale and, change right there oh, in, in when i hit that creek bed when i say it was just, it was painted red and that whole creek bed is insane the really? amount of blood yeah Did you make it out of the creek bed yep so no deer in there i'm like but there's a lot of blood now to follow so i hop up and i followed up and he makes it up the other side which is pretty steep and there's blood just still kind of dripping off the side of this creek bed this is insane wow and i jump up i crawl up top i pop my head up and there he is maybe, awesome maybe five yards off the creek bed money and i'm like nice what kind of deer a whitetail yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> nice all right <laughs> no uh <laughs> okay <laughs> it was a good deer i think when i was when i was watching him i was guessing probably like mid 130s okay that's what i was looking for yeah. <laughs> nice okay yeah i'm not a coos all right not a coos not a muley so, so yep still a white you can tail. kill a mule deer in <laughs> iowa you can i heard about that yep <laughs> well congratulations Thanks, man. yeah stellar season Appreciate it. way to kill yeah. a white tail baby thanks buddy yeah hey yeah. team october 8th yeah it was good and he ended up scoring i i, I rough scored him at 137 so Awesome, dude. A little Great better deer. than I expected. So yeah, Heck yeah. it was awesome. Great buck. Is that is that did it end up being your biggest then? Um dude, honestly, my biggest was 138. So no. <laughs> <laughs> biggest with a bow? Is no, was, this is the gun. This is way back before I even went to Afghanistan and stuff. I was still pretty oh, really? Young. Yeah, I was um senior in senior in high school. Biggest bow buck, count. Yeah. Biggest yep. bow buck though. Very Heck cool, yeah, for man. sure. It was awesome. Dude, if you ever need more luck, just have Lee text you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were my my good luck charm, dude. Like October eighth, he's texting me just a refresh. I'm like, hey, dude, I think there's a big buck like within a hundred yards. Like I'm gonna have to text you. This, I don't know if you heard this. We talked about this briefly yeah. on the podcast. But I'm sitting. I'm in a saddle. I got my loophole bino harness sitting here. I keep my phone right there. Oh, I keep yeah. it right there because. You know, God forbid I fall or something happens, I can get to my phone. Mm, yep, you know, that's smart. Because if it's in your pack or something, you're screwed. So um, I just keep it there. Plus, it's easy to just like check the time, see if you got, you know, see if the wife and kids need something. Um, but yeah, I'm like, Haley, you got to go put it back in. As I'm putting it, I look up and see that buck walking in. I'm like, Eep. <laughs> grab my bow. And yeah. then on my second buck, wait, how long? What was the time? So 626, you text me. I got a stud within 100. Text you later. I said, good luck. Kill him, dude. And at 627, you messaged me. Smoked him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. And then when I shot my second buck, didn't I talk to you on the way to the tree? Yeah. You called me right about when you got to the where you were hunting yeah get out and i don't know what i texted you that i saw him yeah you text me you're like hey i just got Do in you have that screenshot i don't think so god, I, I wish well, i have to go back and find that yeah but yeah you text me and you're like hey i just or no i called you and you said sorry just got to the tree um and then like 20 minutes later i was hunting in a blind and i get a phone call from kurt like 20 minutes later <laughs> and i'm like i'm like what's up he goes dude i just bulldozed him and i'm like you've been in the tree for 20 minutes text lee man if you need good luck just text lee so was that a preset Mm -hmm. okay yeah so it didn't take much for you to jump right up in there the second one was we i I had a uh, a preset um echo um that lee helped me hang this summer Mm -hmm. lee was like really a part of that so lee that was just as much lee's deer it's right there yeah lee's buck as it was my buck i feel like you know it's it was a new piece Mm -hmm. didn't know i was like i want i want to have at least two just jump in them options, mm-hmm. and it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, nothing wrong with yeah, a Lee's prehang. A great, Lee's a great guy. I got no shame in a prehang because I think if you're killing stuff out of a prehang, it's it's like a confidence. It takes thing. calculated yeah. moves, and, and you, you got gotta dialed. not burn it out. It's right. easy yeah. to just jump in a prehang. Yeah, it is, and over and over again, especially mm-hmm. when you're feeling a little bit lazy. Is actually the. I bet you I only hunted that spot three times. That stand. The you shot your doe your first sit there. The second mm-hmm. time I shot my doe, the morning of the 8th. I was just going to say you shot the same day, so you doubled. Yep, shot a doe the morning of the 8th, shot a buck somewhere else that afternoon, and then I went back. I didn't sit it from the 8th until November 12th, and November mm-hmm. 12th is when I shot that buck. Jeez. Dialed. When it's good, it's That's good. That's awesome. You know? Yep. But uh, <clears throat> let's talk about this debatable topic quick, and we'll kind of keep this... Um, Congratulations on your story. It's a great. I appreciate story. it. I did want to note one more thing. Lee also had something to do with my buck because the scrape that was opened up was a colt scrape. So <laughs> it was? was. Yeah, it was. It was a rope scrape, guys. It was a colt Heck scrape. Heck yeah! Nice. People on our TikTok, the the New Balance Dad Shoes rope colt scrape video. People were hating. Oh, yeah. hardcore. And I think I got more pictures of that eight pointer I killed on the colt scrape than any other deer I have. I have more pictures of that big buck than any other deer. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the Colt scrape, I'll give you credit, did it. Yeah, it was, it was dope. It worked for me. I know. So. I, I actually had a lot of people message me this year after that episode that we talked about it, like pictures of their deer using them. And several people have messaged me throughout the year that killed deer over those scrapes. Do that we they need made. to make mm-hmm. your own custom serum? <clears throat> no. I think we do. <laughs> we, we should. Don't. I think we do. <laughs> we could do that. We're we, good. We don't. <laughs> Lee's juice. 
all I'm telling you, this summer when we go set them up again, I'm getting a fresh pair of New Balance, and I want you to have a fresh pair. I'll buy your pair. How's that? All right, deal. And then and just soak your New Balance in the we'll, scent. We'll go out together. We'll open a. Fr- we'll open them. Take that little white. Put them on and stick them right yeah. in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. And then we're still gonna do the Fleetwood Mac song. Oh yeah. While we do it, it's, it's New Balance. It's Dad Shoe season. I like it. Okay, so the debatable topic yeah. this week: claiming deer from a trail camera photo. Um, and basically the topic of like big deer bringing the worst out in people. So this got brought up on our group. Let me see. It's actually probably one of the hotter items. I think our buddy Dana Pace actually put this in there. And it was if somebody's got a, uh, a picture of a deer on their trail cam. How do you word it? If someone's got a picture of a deer on their trail cam. Oh, here it is. Would you shoot a buck if another hunter has already claimed it from a trail camera picture? <laughs> yep. I didn't see that. That's, That's a good one. This has 414 comments on it. And this thread. <laughs> um, so it's obviously a very interesting topic. And I like that. And I think it's a fun conversation. Um, first of all, let's do a roundtable answer with everybody here. Lee? <laughs> So I'm one of those people. I do call them my deer or my up and comer because I've got pictures of them. I'm hunting them, but I also realize that just because I have pictures of them did not mean that it's my deer. They can go wherever they want. I mean, like junk brow, he came from four miles, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't even have a picture of him until like 10 days before I killed him. Right. You know, and yeah. I knew people that did, you so, know, like junk- I said, I call them that. And like when somebody shoots a deer that I had on camera, like, you know, one of my shotgun group this year, we killed one of my, one of my up and comers, you know, and I, and they yeah, asked but, me, but it's just what, how you say it. Right. You don't right, really yeah. feel that you have possession no, of the deer. No. Okay. The, ver- the, and maybe that gets confused in this conversation of like the verbiage is just be like, Oh yeah, th- that's the a buck I have on cam, my buck I'm hunting. Yeah. yeah. It's easy to say that now I probably say it all the time and like subconsciously when I'm just in combo and don't realize it. Yeah. I don't really feel like it's I, not my buck. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my German shepherd that I'm like feeding <laughs> yeah. at home. You know right. what I mean? Like right. not your pet. Yeah, yeah. It's not my pet. How do you feel about it? how do, or how do you like approach that conversation? Um, like, do I, you say that possessive like verbiage? No, no, I don't mainly probably because, uh, well, I think I've told you this story before, but I grew up a gun hunter. I grew up not really agreeing with bow hunters a lot because yeah some bow hunters in my area were very possessive of their deer that's a, a negative trait to yeah. bow hunters yep and when i'm when i'm when i'm a young kid going out with my dad i and someone in our group which is just my dad and i and my buddy and his dad when someone kills a nice deer and the first thing you say is like yep i passed that deer four times this season because i wanted to get bigger blah 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 yeah, i don't know man as a kid, you probably shouldn't have that ownership over that deer at that time. Say yeah. congratulations, and if the story comes up, then you know speak your piece. But yeah, for but that to come off so pretentiously, it's like kind of at a young age. I've always hated that term of my deer, my yes. deer, my deer. Like yes. I've always, I've always disliked it, so I've never said it because 
It's always bothered me. There is guys out there and that's the other side of this conversation that do it's that's my buck. I pass that buck. Blah, blah, yep. blah. It's like that this pretentious vibe of looking down on yep. somebody else because yeah, and I hate that person. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I got my throat tattooed. You know how much I hear that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Un- yep. non deer hunting related. Dude. It's like the judgment from the Karen with the stupid haircut. Mm-hmm. That's like my worst enemy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And you guys don't do that. Like no one in our group really does that. Here, I don't think. Here's so. what I think. I appreciate you thinking that. Sometimes I do like subconsciously feel a little guilty in my head of like, oh, I hope I don't come off as like that pretentious hunter. And, and I think where mm-hmm. that is, like, we have, I mean, do we record lots of hours of our conversations? Yeah. If you go back through our library, you'll probably find a 10 minute clip of me where I sound like I'm being a pretentious <laughs> bow hunting a hole. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably an hour worth of in it. every podcast. Sure. There is something that's said by every person that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't really mean to come off like that or didn't mean to sound like that. We're just talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but but I will say, I, sorry, I, I, mean, okay, I, I do feel guilty sometimes that I might come off that way. I don't mean it that way. Yep. But I, I think from to be devil's advocate to the pretentious on the pretentious bow hunter side of things mm-hmm. to kind of combat what you're saying, the hours and the time yes. and the hard work that a bow hunter puts in versus a kid who only go hunt gun yep. hunts or a guy who only gun hunts, it kind of is like maybe he came off wrong. He could have been like, oh yeah, man, I hunted that deer. You know, I passed him because I was looking for something better. Sure? Right. Is yes. it the way he should have worded it, but I'm happy for you, man. If that's your biggest buck yeah. or you're pumped with them, that's awesome. Yep. It's just the way it works. The, th- the thing yeah. is, it's weird. Um, I get it. I get that aspect of it, especially after getting into bow hunting, but I didn't get into bow hunting until I was an adult, you know, for four sure. years ago. Yeah. So great uh, perspective. Yeah. And that, and that, and honestly, that's a big reason why I didn't get into bow hunting earlier. And if we're trying to grow this sport and trying to bring in new people and trying to do certain things and conservation and, you know, we, we lose hunting if we don't have hunters, obviously. For it's sure. like to small things like that, especially when you're talking to a kid, like a teenage kid, that's tough. it's like, yeah, that stuff sticks with a person and gets and puts a bad taste in their mouth. Cause after that, after he said that, I looked at him like, well, that was a mistake. I should have passed him. Should have shot him. If you're gonna be, <laughs> if you're gonna be this upset about, it, you should have just shot him. Yeah, good point. You know, so it, that stuck with me uh-huh. into my adult years, and I always kind of like, you know, we joke about it, like, oh yeah, bow hunting, bow hunts for, for for felons and anti gunners, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but just funny to say it's for felons. Yeah, well, that's just kind of like how I grew up. But you know, it's like it's just the way it is. Like I never a lot. Of, yeah, there's a, kind of a. Kind of a chip on my shoulder to an extent. I, I guess. get that. No, and I like. I think that perspective is very interesting. It's a perspective we don't get often. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and there's a lot of people out there who take it to the extreme. I, one of my buddies was telling people me a story. This fight over the stuff, dude. So mm-hmm. one of my buddies was telling me a story about a father and son, and the son killed the dad's number one buck, and he, the, the dad, literally told the son to go live with his grandma. For a little bit, because he was so mad at his kid for shooting his number one target, and it was his own son. Dang! Like, dude, here's come on. That's too far. I know another father son (laughs) duo or whatever you want to call it. That my dad and I were team guyer. Yep. Yep. My dad killed a buck. That's my buck. As in, like, I feel like I got one. Yep. I kill a buck. My dad's like, hey, you did everything hey. together. We got a buck. Yeah, yep. absolutely. You know, it's not like you got a buck. It's, no, we got a buck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, someone comes up to me and said, hey, how was your guys' season? If I didn't kill one, my dad did. Yep. Showing a picture of my dad's buck. That's what we got. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that, my dad and I have, were always that way. You know, I killed a buck. My dad can come help me. He's with me. I'm with him. That's how it is. Yep. I know another father-son duo in the industry. They hate each other. <laughs> and one of them wounded a really big buck. This is a few years ago. People probably know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say names. I, I just don't want it. But Great. I'll tell you. Yeah. One of them wounded a buck and couldn't find it. I told him, I was like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. I was like, maybe, maybe one of you guys will get him. Because they're both hunting the same farm. Mm-hmm. Me and him or his dad. Yeah. You see him again? If you can find him, he's probably still alive. Two weeks later, his dad shoots it. Hey, dad shot the buck. He texts me. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. You guys got him. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Not awesome to him. That it's is wild to me. Hated. Th- dude, I don't think they talked for a while over that. Dang. That's too bad. Like, hey, now you're missing out on life. Yeah. And see, and, and that's why. Deer like, bring the worst out. Yeah, they do. And like me growing up gun hunting with a small party of you know our dads and my buddy it's like that's how we were you know we we got these deer we shot these deer mm-hmm. as a group you know yeah, party yeah. hunting in iowa it's like it's a group effort to shoot this deer so that's how we always looked at it too that's you know? a something that i learned you know uh talking to iowa hunters i because in illinois party hunting is not legal yep. or it i don't know if it is now but it, it has not been legal mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think that it is um, I don't wouldn't do it anyway. Not, nothing against it. I, no, I'm not doing it. But, I don't like. I don't like it anymore. By the way, well, my, my ideas have changed, but I, got, I still do it. Talking to guys, see, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do it for the camaraderie. Though. Talking to guys yeah. like uh, like at work when I worked at John yep. Deere. There's guys from Iowa, and I'd be like, Hey, how, how'd your season go? Oh, uh, we killed. Um, or yeah, we killed a big one. I'm like, Let's see it. And then I'm like, Oh, who's that guy with the buck? I'm like, Oh yeah, that's. And I'm like, Wait, what do you mean? We killed a big one. Was, oh, like oh, oh, it's a party hunt. Yeah. yeah. So then I was kind of like. You didn't kill anything. A little, yeah. a little bit. Maybe that's the pretentious bow hunter in me coming out a little bit. Yes, Maybe. I still. Maybe. I mean, I still shotgun hunt with my group. You mm-hmm. know that I have since I grew up. I mean, that's what I started. That's what yeah. I started hunting mm-hmm. doing that. You know, and and every deer that we kill, I say we killed it because I mean, realistically, it's a group effort. You I know? get that. Yeah. I do get that. We push them to each other. You know, some mm-hmm. people don't like it. We're you know, some people say it's unsafe. My group, we've done it for a long time. We're all really mm-hmm. safe. Knock on wood, never had a problem. Okay. You know, but there's a lot of people who do it wrong. Do it wrong. And so the one percent give the ninety nine percent a bad name. And I'm I'm very for it as long as you're doing it safely and correctly, following as, the rules. Yes, for yeah. sure. There's good ways to bump deer and push or quote unquote push deer, and there's wrong ways to yes. do it. You know, so <laughs> correct. Okay, so let's let's address this question directly. Okay. As it is written. As it is written. From Dana Pace. This is just a post in the Working Class Bowhunters group, which, by the way, I think people get stuff confused. I think they think when they see this on Facebook and getting shared that it's us posting it, where in this fact, mm-hmm. normally not us, it's somebody in the group posting. Yep. And that's the one thing I realize. I'm like, God, I don't know if I like this group that much, because sometimes someone will post something <laughs> dumb, and then they'll like, I'll get a message about it. I'm like, I didn't post that. <laughs> it was well, me. It me. It's in our group, but I didn't yeah. post it. Uh, Blame Judd. We have 26,000. Judd's our uh, president of the group. He's the manager of the group. 26,000 members in the group. So shout out to all you guys. Um, It's fun. (laughs) It is fun. (laughs) Um, All right. Would you shoot a buck if another hunter has already claimed it from a trail camera picture? Yes. (laughs) Jacob? Because you did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If it's on my side of the fence, (laughs) it's Um. my deer at that moment, and it's my deer. Once it's dead, that's when you claim permission. Or not permission. uh, Possession. Possession. Yep. Slap your tag on it, baby. Let's go. That's right. Um, I have some caveats to this or whatever. So uh, First of all, before you say yours, I'm shooting it. I'm shooting it. (laughs) Yeah. 
am I hunting a piece that's shared? Like, okay, mm-hmm, say, okay. I'm on, say I'm on this piece that I have permission on, but the owner of the piece also hunts, and we're kind of working together, and he's like, hey, man, this is a deer I really want to kill this year, and I'm not shooting anything else besides this deer. <clears throat> and I go out and hunt it, and then he's sitting there at 25 yards. So I'm not shooting it. That, to me, I'm not shooting that deer. Yeah, I'm not shooting if that you're, deer. If you're hunting uh, you know, a farm of another big hunter like yep. where i killed junk brow that guy hunts yep you know it's he's not a big hunter he just goes and shoots whatever yeah. you know so you know in that whole conversation that got brought up of you know hey this is a really big deer do you care if i try to shoot it i know mm-hmm. you know it's here blah blah you know if he just said you know i'd really like to shoot that deer i just said okay respectfully yep. you know that that's fine i mean you yep. own the farm you know and in have that those situation, conversations before before yes yep. and yes. then transparency is key you know, if you know a guy's got a buck that he's like falling in love with or he's kind of like ate up about, mm-hmm. hey man, if I'm hunting, what do you want me to do if I see that deer? Yep. Yes. That's probably the best way to tackle that. Be like, you know, that's a tough one. Yeah. If, if he looks at you and says, This is a deer I really want to kill this year, and you say, You know, that, what happens if you stand at 15 yards? And he says, He looks at you and says, Crank him, then I'm cranking him. <laughs> Okay. You know, but so, if 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 he's like, you know, no, I'm look. holding out. Oh, sorry. No, no, I cut you off. I was waiting for you. Oh, been going on. Dang it! <laughs> Sting it! Oh, check him! Sorry, you did this to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so professional until I come around. I had a buddy who he he had some permission farms in an area that I worked, but I didn't. You know. I would text him and be like, hey, I'm down here. It's close to dark. Do you care if I go sit one of your stands? Yeah. And he had a deer that he hunted for like five years. And he was like, I was like, hey, I, I won't. Curly is what he called him. He was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I won't kill Curly if he comes out. And he straight up called me. We were texting and he called me. He said, I've been hunting that deer for five years and have never had a chance at him. If he comes by and I find out you did not shoot him, I'm going to be mad. I'm mad. Like, okay. you kill that deer. So that's cool. That's a good yeah. friend. Yeah. See, where My- this buck is an eight-pointer. I put, I asked uh, Devin and Trey, mm-hmm. I, yep. Devin hunted there, the, and that deer was on that farm mm-hmm. when Devin yep. hunted there. Yeah, he hunted that morning, and the deer daylighted that night, didn't he? Uh, that Devin hunted at there? At like 11 yeah. a.m. Mm-hmm. So he left, and that deer an hour after was there. <laughs> yeah, so I, And I told him, I said, uh, shoot him. I, I know, but they, I know if I put you out there. There's a chance. There's a chance. Yep. yep. And if it walks by and you shoot it, I can't be like. That's hey, my deer. That's my butt. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's just, you roll the dice with that stuff. Yeah. I get your your point of it. Yep. It's a good point. So I'd say if someone's in that situation, have those open conversations. Yeah. So in that situation, I'm not shooting it. But if there's rumblings around town and people are talking like, oh, you know, of a big deer in a certain area that I'm hunting and a lot of people are, a lot of other people have permission or are hunting in the area. Yep. Hunting the area. And that deer's in front of me. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm seeking I'm, permission to get <laughs> next I'm, to you to kill that dude. Get I am cranking them. You know? <laughs> yeah. I am going to do it. That's and then I'm going to yeah. be like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. No, no that's fun. But it's one of those things. Like, it's like, that's almost in fun because it's like, yeah, I got him. You know, a quote unquote local legend buck. Everyone has them in their areas probably where it's like, you get a chance at something like that. You got to crank him. I was the one. I'm to for succeed. sure doing it. For sure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I was the one to succeed. Yeah. yeah. I got him. You got I him. got him. You got to yep. come to my house to see. <laughs> so what's up? What's yeah. up? I'll send you pictures. Fun <laughs> conversation. I think that's a wrap on that before we just yeah beat, beat this dirt up. deeper in the dirt. Yeah. Congratulations on your buck and a great Thanks, season. Buddy. Appreciate it. Lee, you're still battling the 200 inch curse. I am. It's been a rough season. 
Well, by but, the time this airs, if you don't have a deer dead, I think your season's closed by the time this episode airs. Uh, We're looking at the ninth. You're closest the tenth, but we're leaving oh, oh. for ATA on the tenth. So the ninth is my last day. Okay, so maybe this, the luck of this podcast is with you. You'll just kill one way before then. You'll be relaxed. Yep. Okay. Tomorrow will be good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no thanks, man. Thanks for having us. It was good. Everyone, hopefully this was fun. We're trying to bring more, um, a touch longer episodes every now and again to the DeerCast series. A little more open BS-style platform, more WCB-related. Not all of them this way. You know, we have more, I wouldn't say more of a job to do. We try to keep these cleaner, more focused on the DeerCast side of things, especially being video. Um, so, anyway, appreciate you guys tuning in and supporting this series. You know what to do. Stay calculated. Go shoot a giant. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.